Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts and give the show a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's super helpful for the show and allows for more Bravo lovers to find out about the show. Today's mini episode has the amazing co-host Liz O'Malley. She was back on episodes 46 and 25 and she is here again today. Welcome back, Liz. Hello, addicted to Bravo Happy Hour. (laughs) That is all I want to (laughs) hear. That's all I want to talk about. It's really bad. Like A lot of my friends now are only talking to me about Bravo. I'm like, I do have... a few other interests. Yeah, like one or two other things that I dabble in. Yeah, and that's like other reality shows. Exactly. And like Instagram. Like I watch Southern Charm too. Yeah. Like I don't just watch Vanderpump Rules. Okay. No. God. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunist. So before we were recording, you were telling me that you have started a meme account. Do tell. I know, right? As we're like, yeah, I have a broad range of interests. I'm into like art and literature. I'm like, yeah, I make meme accounts for Bravo. Um, yes. So with two of my friends, it's called Vanderpump Jewels. Uh, Vanderpump and then Jewels. J-U-U-L on Instagram. Oh, wow. I didn't really... Wow. Oh, it's good. (laughs) Uh, If I don't say so myself. And um, yeah, so everyone go follow along on Instagram. We post all sorts of things. We get a little political... Like, really, just whatever is on my mind that day. (laughs) Well, I cannot wait to follow and repost the fuck out of you. Hell yeah. So let's just jump right into news. Real Housewives of New York star Tinsley Mortimer has been seen dating (laughs) Billy Bush. So if you guys don't remember, he was the host of Access Hollywood until 2016, and then he got named the co-host of the third hour of the Today Show, and then was fired after the explosive tapes where him and Trump were talking about grabbing women by their pussies. He did get fired. Yes, the only person who was disciplined in any <laughs> yes, way right. for anything that happened on that awful bus. <laughs> Um, I actually am like extremely here for this relationship. I'm shipping them. So I'm shipping them as well. Obviously, everybody knows Tinsley has had like a tumultuous relationship with her ex-boyfriend Scott Cluth, aka the Coupon King. But Lucy on the ground, who's an amazing previous guest on this show and also has her own podcast and an awesome meme account. She was on the scene in freaking Chicago this weekend and saw him at some bar with some hot girls. So it seems like they're both moving on. I mean, he is the coupon king. So it's like... (laughs) He's a king. Who doesn't want a piece? Royalty. Um, But I think the most shocking detail about this whole thing is that they were at Brooklyn Bowl. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, Brooklyn Bowl obviously is in Williamsburg. It's like a a high-end Dave & Buster for like hipsters but like not even hipsters go there hipsters go to the gutter yes this is like a wannabe hipster like a like a recent nyu grad like a 23 year old who has like a very high rent budget (laughs) from their parents i was there two weeks ago mind you which actually that is tinsley's inner (laughs) spirit i think so this actually maybe makes more sense than i originally thought (laughs) when i saw like the word brooklyn and tinsley in the same sentence i was like what's going on but what do you think she wore i feel like she was wearing like camo skinny jeans with like a combat boot like she's still thinking like that's what a hipster and like a a slouchy beanie oh i would yes tinsley is extremely and this is one of my favorite things about tinsley is that she is 2008 like Mm -hmm. she did not stop 
growing. She's I mean, she did stop growing. Yes, a hundred percent. She is Gossip Girl. She is like that time frame, like that spirit and that energy. So yeah, I think if she was like in her brain, like I'm going to Brooklyn, Combat Boot would be first on her list. Yeah. Maybe like a maybe like just like a like a plaid, like a like a, like a grunge. She would. She be dresses like, like the weird sister from Gossip Girl. You know, like mm-hmm. the punky yes. sister Taylor something. Yes, Jenny, Jen- little Jenny. Yeah, yeah, little Jenny. Yeah, she does her like Serena Vanderwoodson is like her. St- yes, she only dresses according to Gossip Girl characters. Like when she has to go to like a business meeting, she's a Blair. <laughs> so supposedly she was with a big group of friends and her and Billy Bush were canoodling on the leather couches together, which, you know, again, I'm loving this. He's obviously getting back on TV. He got an extra deal this year where he's making $3.5 million so he can handle her lifestyle. Yes, he can ship her cars. Yes. Yeah. That was like, insane. <laughs> like, one, who ships a car? And two, Right. But I just love the idea of like a car driving another car. <laughs> like what is the point? Like a car ravioli, like a car with a car. <laughs> a car ravioli. But um yeah, but I actually think they're a pretty perfect match. I feel like they're even keeled, like fame levels, mm-hmm. kind of both in the spotlight, both like have a little bit of um controversy surrounding them. Both in their forties, but like clearly want to be read as like a thirty five year old. Um I just hope that he will, you know, give her the the baby and the wedding and the apartment that she always wanted. <laughs> well, she he has three kids already. Oh, maybe she can just stepmom. That's what I'm thinking. Instant, she, instant family. She could, <laughs> this actually could be perfect for her. I love it. I'm rooting for that. I think I think this is good. Yeah, we're calling great. it. Well, amazing news <laughs> coming out of New York. <laughs> but actually, other news coming from New York. Kelly Ben Simone, who was on seasons two through four of The Real Housewives of New York, went on a podcast called Out in the Wild. So if you guys don't know, um, Jess actually came on my show <laughs> on episode 45. She was a really great guest, so go back and listen to that. But she had Kelly Ben Simone come on her podcast, and Kelly basically just like talked crazy delusions of grandeur for a solid 45 minutes. I had to listen to it, obviously, because all these news sources have been talking about it. The main thing was her talking about how she thinks Andy Cohen has kind of blacklisted her from the show, saying, Andy doesn't really like me that much because I'm, like, the real deal. Quote, maybe he doesn't like me because I was in Playboy. Maybe he doesn't like me because I got the cover of Shape. Like, she's, like, implying that, like, he's jealous that, like, he wasn't on Playboy or the cover of Shape. Like, this is very, like, reminiscent of, like, Luann currently on the show when she's like, the women are jealous of me being a cabaret star. And it's like, (laughs) sweetie, nobody's jealous of you being a cabaret star. (laughs) Kelly Ben Simone, Andy Cohen is not jealous of you being on the cover of Self Magazine or whatever. That's a, a preposterous claim. Kelly... I mean, I feel like whenever you give Kelly a platform, she just rambles and she, her brain like goes off. I think it's exploitative in a way to like have someone like her on your show where it's like the way she looks at life is just kind of incorrect (laughs) and it's not the way everybody else sees it. So when you hear it, it's like, oh, oh God, poor girl. But it's too late to help her. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I definitely like, I credit the Scary Island episodes of The Real Housewives <laughs> of New York to like getting me like deeply entrenched. Like, I was yeah. here for it till then, and then I was like, oh no, this is going to be a thing that I continue to invest <laughs> so myself in. So this is in. a fifteen-year endeavor. Yeah, time me up, <laughs> strap me in. Truly, though, that was probably like ten years ago at <laughs> yeah. this point too, and I can think of it so clearly. And like, I just remember watching that episode and being like, this is a woman who is deeply unwell. I'm not sure how she got to the place she is now, but. um I mean, Bethany is uh, is a lot stronger yeah. of a person. Well, certainly. I mean, but Bethany's also, like, willing to, like, 
break down in tears like in one millisecond Mm -hmm. like kelly i I never felt like we actually got like any like raw emotion from her we got like a lot of deflection Mm -hmm. and her trying to like gaslight other people on the show even like so she was talking about the whole thing with bethany obviously and she was saying how like bethany is obviously like jealous of her because you know kelly again is the real deal and all the entire podcast was mainly her being like oh well you know i had kids bethany had nothing i had kids and then the part that caused a lot of stir and a lot of people started having issues with it because she claimed that bethany was experiencing pregnancy complications during the cast trip of scary island and she said quoting like what bethany was saying like oh whatever if i have a miscarriage who cares whatever it's like what like you're a mother like also like it's clear that bethany like had issues with like getting pregnant in the first place so like to then imply that oh bethany wouldn't care if she miscarried on a trip like what are you saying right and like honestly even if bethany did say that like just some radical feminism here interjecting (laughs) into the podcast it's like it's bethany's body and like if she really was okay with that happening then like why are you gonna throw her under the bus and like bring that out in such a negative obviously in a negative light to make people think that she's like a bad person I, I think she's just deeply upset that they didn't want her on the show. She couldn't understand why viewers didn't gravitate towards her mm-hmm. in a positive way. And it's like viewers do like dictate who's on the show. And there's like we're looking for something in a housewife. And it's a little bit of accountability, which she couldn't take on any situation. She also was like very pretentious and entitled when it's like, girl, like, who are you? <laughs> Who are you? Like, what? no one knows. You're not like a household name, like a model. She's like, I'm a model and was married to a famous photographer. It's like, yeah, but 10 years ago. It's like, yeah, we know your husband. Sorry. That's the truth. But even that, she said he was like very controlling on this show. Like, mm-hmm. he would only let her wear certain clothes and like would never let her cut her hair or like leave the house. Like, they never traveled together. God. I'm like, why would you ever want to be with this guy? But I guess he like gave her money and like yeah. in the Hamptons. And, like, Isn't she like a writer too? She, like, graduated from Columbia. It's amazing what you can do when you have enough money. (laughs) She was, like, also, like, getting an MBA at Northeastern, and they were like, oh, were you finishing? They were like, oh, so did you finish your studies? She's like, oh, no, I got some more credits to go. It's like, what are are you going to get an MBA for? And now she's, like, selling real estate in Florida. That was, like, a whole other thing. And Kris Jenner gives her advice on her social media platforms. I'm like, what am I listening to? Not to launch another unfounded accusation, but real estate in Florida sounds extremely... uh, let's say sketchy. Yeah, no, I don't trust it. I don't trust anything she does, especially when it involves like, um, money. Yeah. Yeah. Like selling like things. business. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to totally different news, Nene leaks from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Obviously everybody knows her and all the bullshit that happened back on season 11. So if you guys don't remember a little backstory, she had a really gnarly altercation with one of the producers and she like ripped the cameraman's shirt <laughs> off. Someone ended up in the hospital. Like someone literally lost a tooth. Like I can't even. It, it's so funny. So she is actually being reprimanded because Bravo has decided to cut her out of the beginning of season 12, which is the upcoming season. Obviously, Nini's not happy about this because she thinks she's the queen. I mean, she is the queen. I think the proof that she is the queen is that she's just being, like, put on timeout for the beginning of the season. Slapping her wrist a little bit. Yeah. Like, she's caused bodily harm to multiple people. Multiple people were in a hospital because of her reaction to someone walking in her closet. Like... That's insane. I mean, but at the same time, it's like, I have to respect the grind, the hustle, the game, um, <laughs> her 
place with Andy Cohen. Obviously, she holds a lot of clout with him. Yeah, I mean, Andy Cohen, like, the way he treats Nini is above all the other housewives. Even at the baby shower, mm-hmm. Nini, like, the morning of was like, hey, I'm bringing Marlo and Phaedra. And he's like, okay. Like, yeah. he also, like, didn't have any ex-housewives, and he didn't have any fucking friends of, a.k.a. Marlo. So the fact <laughs> that that was like, great, yeah! You know, Kyle was like, okay! It's fine. Yeah, it's like, totally fine. Sweating a little bit, where she's like, "Who's Marlo?" Like, <laughs> but actually, speaking of other things that have happened in uh, Atlanta, uh, Tanya Sam, who was friend of on season eleven and also coming back as a friend of on season twelve, she got into a gnarly car accident in LA that led to intestinal bleeding. This freaked me out because I was like, I didn't know that you could walk away from something feeling fine and then have be bleeding on the inside of your body. Like days later, she like was like, oh, I guess this was a little bit more serious than I thought. And uh, she said she had been feeling dizzy and was vomiting blood. So oh yeah, God. the doctors, she had to go to the doctor. I'm like, generally, yeah, Mom, like, vomiting blood yeah. should lead to. I feel like everybody in Atlanta is falling apart. Just yeah. in general, like a lot of issues. I mean, I feel like Atlanta, I don't know. So many people say it's their favorite franchise. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I feel like at this point, like, I need, like, major cast shakeup. Yeah, Atlanta kind of reminds me of OC, where it's, like, such an empire that's been built over such a long period of time, and it just needs, like, a refresh, like, a mm. new direction, something to happen. And I don't they, know. they brought in, obviously, Tanya mm-hmm. this past season. They brought in Shamari, which mm-hmm. they were fine, right? but definitely, like, nothing to write home about. Yeah, they need, like, a powerhouse so like a Margaret Joseph type game changer, like bringing it back, you know? Well, we were talking about that on my last episode with Mercedes. We were saying like Margaret Joseph, mm-hmm. you know, Kelly Dodd, like threw mm-hmm. a whole wrench into OC a couple of seasons yes. ago. Like Dorinda, like yes. you need someone who's really going to come in with full crazy, mm-hmm. but also like a lovable factor about them. Yeah, and they have to feel like they could have been an OG housewife. That's mm. what it is. Like, there's just some women who, like, maybe, you know, they're trying too hard because they've watched it before. Like, now, yeah. like, it's like art is being influenced by life and totally. life's being influenced by art. And, like, you need women that are just, like, they would have been the same way in 2006 and they're just going to be the same way in 2019 and it doesn't matter that they can understand what Real Housewives is supposed to be. Totally. Or even just having, like, outliers. Like, Dorinda, mm-hmm. like, if you watch, like, old seasons of New York, Dorinda's just, like, in the background at all of Ramona's parties because she really was there. Yeah. So she was privy to all the drama and shit that was probably happening mm-hmm. because, obviously, she was there and these are her friends. But then, like, she kind of seamlessly just worked her way into the show, which makes the show so great because they've all known each other for so long at this point. Yeah. 
Andy Cohen is a real good talent for looking around the room and seeing who's just been there for a while and yeah. being like, how about, how about you come on camera, well, like, Barbara on the, he, in New York? <laughs> well, I loved Barbara, and then everybody hates her. Like, obviously her and Ramona, like, you can't get past that. Like, that is pure hatred. I do enjoy, like, the foil she presents to Ramona. And, like, she does bring a little bit of a different energy. I like I like. Uh, her and I think she fits well. I do too. I don't, I don't think she'll be back next season. I don't either. I don't think she'll ever be elevated to Maine. No. But she brings a different edge to the New York women. This week, everybody was talking about, they were like, producers say Ramona and Luann are getting fired. I'm like, I can't even report on that on my show because it's so untrue. Like, what are they going to They're going to fire Ramona Singer. They're going to fire Ramona and Luann. Like, yeah. the one person who is consistently in the headlines these yeah, days. Seriously. Oh my God. That's impossible. And he would never do that at the same time. They would be phased off individually. I mean, Ramona will never get off. She will get off oh, that yeah. show kicking and screaming. God. She'll be like, I'll start my own show. Eyes bulging. <laughs> now I'm like sad thinking about like Ramona re- thinking she's going to get fired. Oh, God. She doesn't think that though. She doesn't have that. God, no. She like, never even saw the headline. No. Like she like, didn't even get to her either. No, <laughs> even if she did, even if it was like a New York Times front page, she'd be like, no. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still holding an apple. Not me. But yeah, sucks for Nini, but that's what you get when you physically assault your um, boss. Right. Karma. <laughs> yeah, karma is a bitch. <laughs> well, moving on to, again, totally different news. Coming out of Beverly Hills, Kathy Hilton, the sister of Kyle and Kim Richards. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this is a hum- this is a plug for my own show. If you guys didn't listen to the House of Hilton recaps we did, it's an amazing two-part series I did with Jess from the Real Housewife of the West Side podcast. And we basically go through all of the... Like Hilton, Kathy Hilton and Kyle and Kim Richards, fucking psycho childhood. So it's really good. It's also very long. So <laughs> strap in for like a four hour Sounds car great. ride and, and check that out. <laughs> So Kathy Hilton is potentially being tapped as a new housewife for Beverly Hills season 10. So Andy Cohen's friend, Bruce Bozzi, who is the owner of the Palm Restaurant, great restaurant, everybody. <laughs> he shared a picture of Andy and Kathy because they all sorry, ran into each other at Mr. Chow in L.A. As you do. I mean, duh. <laughs> and he had the caption, sign on the dotted line, dot, 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 a true diamond in Beverly Hills. Hashtag Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So that got people talking. I mean, that seems like really intentional. Like, I feel like they all, like, were, like, in cahoots, like, putting together that post and being like, what will people say? Like, what are we, what energy are we giving off here? Also, like, sign on the dotted line, like, the day after Lisa Vanderpump doesn't Mm -hmm. go to the reunion. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. And Kyle has always wanted to be the Queen Bee of Beverly Hills and has always fallen short. Mm -hmm. So I think if she gets Kathy on the show, she's by, like, unfortunately, might be Queen Bee at that point. Yeah, or I could see Kathy taking it. I would see, I think this could get me like really into Beverly Hills because I think the Hilton family is fascinating, like specifically like the nuclear Hiltons, like yeah. Kathy and Paris <laughs> and all of them. Um, and like she's truly like rich and famous, like on a different level than even Kyle and the rest yeah. of them are. And I think it could add like a very interesting layer. Well, it just will also open up like Richard's family mm-hmm. drama again. And obviously we saw like that is kind of was the catalyst for like seasons one and two of Beverly Hills. And obviously mm-hmm. throughout the rest of it, just seeing Kyle and Kim and their dynamic and right. like, you know, when you have a lifetime of history with someone and so much you know, there's, like, career drama that they've been jealous of, family drama, money, like, all of these things. Like, right. it, it would really be interesting to have Kathy come on the show because, obviously, she was 
before, like, Kim growing up was, like, the main famous one. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, Kyle was, quote-unquote, like, famous. But then, yeah, when Kathy, like, stepped it up and married a Hilton, Mm -hmm. like, that was a total game-changer. And then becoming the mother of Paris Hilton, which we actually talked about on episode 34, that Paris Hilton was supposedly rumored to be on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for the upcoming season. So, I'd actually prefer her mom, because I like like when Housewives skew in an older demographic. Me too. Just more money, more um, ego, mm-hmm. two things I love on screen. Yes, I agree. I think um, late 40s to early 60s is the prime um, age. I mean, early 60s, you'd think, like, Ramona's 63 years old. Have you been seeing... I, I Crushing always, it. I always go back to Ramona Sanger, because she's truly one of my favorites, but, like, the last, like, few weeks, she's been getting absolutely plastered and then making Instagram stories with her... The other day, oh my god, she put one, she was like in the bathroom at this place in the Hamptons, like doing a selfie, like talking, and then it immediately goes to a black screen, and she's like, <laughs> you, you think it's done, and she's like, look at the stars. <laughs> you could never see the stars like this in the city. I she goes, her. these are the most beautiful stars outside of Africa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, yeah, no, it's fascinating. It's also, like, I really appreciate the representation of older women partying, like, chasing guys, fighting, just being, like, you know, just breaking all the stereotypes of, like, an older woman on TV, of a mother, of all these things we've been, like, taught to understand, Mm -hmm. especially New York. They just And they're also, like, sexual beings. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like so many older women, like, get to a point where people are like, oh, like, whatever, she's just an old lady. She doesn't have any, like, desires. And you see, like, every woman on New York is basically single, and they're all are just like, you fucked my man! No, you fucked my... Like, none of the other seasons, none of the other series have, like, drama like that. So we gotta just wait on, The women on Real Housewives of New York are having 80 times more sex than the cast of Vanderpump Rules. A hundred percent. Like, they are just, like, rampant. (laughs) Just fucking all over New York. Brooklyn Bowl. Brooklyn Bowl. (laughs) All over the place. But I think Beverly Hills needs a shake-up. I think Kathy Hilton would be great for Mm -hmm. the show. She ended up posting something on Instagram that was, like, her cutting some dude's hair. And she was like, rumors of me joining Beverly Hills Housewives would interfere with my real job of cutting hair. I was like, what? <laughs> She's just, like, poorly cutting this guy's hair. I'm like, what? Like, oh, that's when you have too much money and no humor. Like, when you're like, I think I know how to make a joke. And like, yes. you're like, no. <laughs> or no, Kathy. But I say, bring her on. We love, yes. I, I love the Richard Sisters. It's a wealth of information. Mm-hmm. And, like, even just having like Kim on for that one episode where it was Farrah's birthday party, we see like obviously Rinna and Kim going at it because oh, of the God. whole Erica Jane outfit, mm-hmm. cunty comment, whatever. She said all of that stuff. And then in this most recent week's episode, you see Kyle literally say, like, I'm so mad at Rinna for what she said to my sister, but I'm not going to bring it up yet. It's like, <laughs> well, that's the problem. That's why your show is so fucking stale. Right. Because you're so afraid to bring it up because, you know, because she'll fight with you, Kyle, mm-hmm. and Kyle can't fight with anyone. Yeah. None of the women on Beverly Hills know how to fight. And it's really, right. other than kind of Rinna, who throws glasses. <laughs> don't she talk about my husband. Yeah, yeah like. <laughs> You know, she can actually, like, scrap. Yeah, for where sure. Where Kyle is so afraid of confrontation and not being liked and see, being seen as a bitch, where it's like, no, well, now you're just coming off as a gossip because this is going to fester, and then you're going to have the discussion on the reunion. Why not just deal with it head yeah. on, actually? Stick up for your fucking And then sister. you'll be the queen bee. If you start the drama and you take ownership of the drama and you center yourself, like, you have to take some narrative control, girl. Right? But I do think adding family members, especially such high-profile ones, is, like, one of the best ways to refresh a franchise. Either, like, getting a divorce, (laughs) 
like, yeah. ca- like you know, removing family or adding family. Yeah. Those are like <laughs> some of the best ways to um, get things going. I mean, New Jersey Housewives mm-hmm. when freaking the communion happened and Melissa so became good. just a member of the show. Yeah, like that was a gold mine, mm-hmm. and that's what the show needs. They, yeah. I, and they also, I think. I love Dorit. I think she's mm-hmm. my breed of crazy. Like, <laughs> truly. Just on another level. On another level. Mm-hmm. I think Dorit should say, I think Teddy is a snooze fest. Mm-hmm. I'm over Eric. I'm not an Erica Jane stan. I'm like the one person I feel like ever. I'm pretty neutral towards her. <laughs> like, I'm pretty neutral towards Beverly Hills at the moment. And I think part of that is, too, is like Beverly Hills has such a wealth of people that you could choose. Like Crazy people. Yes. That's why I do like, like, Rena. Like, I like that they've, they've taken some of these, like, actresses and they're like, hey have any interest in um, being on a reality show and you know they're willing to do it and I think that like they should keep down that road it just makes me laugh that like Denise Richards like gets roles still and she's like yeah I'll do it I know I feel I'm like still kind of in disbelief that she's just like joining the cast but that's what I'm saying like you can get real good people it's Beverly Hills because regardless screen time is screen time and money's money they all Lisa Rinna says it all the time she's like I'm a hustler because this money can go away real quick and Mm -hmm. Kim Richards made so much money her whole life yeah granted her mom spent it all you know she has nothing now and was so famous growing up so it's interesting when you see like yeah denise like has no frills like doesn't have the glam squad like mm-hmm. but works is constantly working i feel like going on beverly hills like or a real housewives franchise as an actress is the same as like if you're like a writer and you're like i'll, I'll get a teaching job yeah. on the side <laughs> like i'll get like a stable like yeah. day job to yeah. like support my passions and then I can like you know explore in like my creative side like Hallmark movie yeah, yeah. Pick, oh, up, God. pick up a Lifetime movie here and there <laughs> yes definitely still holding up for the Lori Laughlin edition uh, Lori Laughlin is coming on the show I would say in two years yes as long as she's not uh, locked up yeah what even that makes uh, you yes. more interesting like an ankle bracelet angle would be so fucking fire perfect <laughs> <laughs> well that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Liz, where can people follow you and your meme account? Oh Spill God. it all. <laughs> so you can follow me at Liz O'Malley, L-I-Z-O-M-A-L-L-E-Y on Instagram. And then you can also follow me on Instagram at Vanderpump Jules. Vanderpump, J-U-U-L-S. Um, and that's for all the memes. So find me there. <laughs> that is amazing. Truly <laughs> the best name. Everyone give it a follow. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. 
with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.